What's going on, everyone? Thank you so much for listening to the podcast here. As always, we like to try to bring GoLongTD.com over here to the podcast to get you a sense for uh, what's happening at the site. And I have a story up right now on the Jacksonville Jaguars turnaround, which is quite remarkable when you think about it, right? Urban Meyer uh, staying back in Ohio, feeling up women half his age, Urban Meyer kicking players. These Jaguars starting three and seven, dead to rights. Um, really a game or two uh, out of just kind of getting eliminated. Yet Doug Peterson has changed everything in Jacksonville. He's gotten this team to believe. He really did it from day one back in OTAs. And then he did it again when they were three and seven out of the bye. Speaking to players about that crystal ball that he could look into and, and see that this team would have a chance to make the playoffs in that finale against the Tennessee Titans. That's exactly what they did. And they have been following the battle cry of Dewey Wingard. Safety, been with Jacksonville for a few years now. Uh, He's the one that you might have seen uh, yelling into the camera. It was always the Jags. Now it's on t-shirts. It's what these guys are saying after win, after win, after win, after win. Uh, so definitely check it out. Dewey was fantastic. He he touched on those urban days and God, kind of kind of mind blowing what players uh, went through then. And here on the podcast, I wanted to share my conversation, at least part of it, with Walker Little, the left tackle protecting Trevor Lawrence was fantastic in the win over the LA Chargers. The you know, not just a win, the fifth largest comeback in NFL history against the Chargers. Uh, really shut down Cleo Mack when it mattered at the end of the game. So. Uh, Here's Little kind of talking about the culture change in Jacksonville and going into Kansas City with all kinds of belief, right? Hey, they're nine-point underdogs, but we've seen this out of Jacksonville before. They they stunned the Pittsburgh Steelers in 2017, 45-42 as seven-point underdogs. And then one of the greatest playoff upsets in league history uh, was when they took down the Denver Broncos in year two of their existence, 1996, 30-27 as 12.5-point underdogs. So... Uh, as an organization, it's kind of something embedded deep within their DNA that they, they don't really blink in these situations. I, I honestly would not be surprised if they made Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid sweat, number one, and, and even if they won this game. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening, for reading. Uh, tonight, Stevie Johnson on the happy hour for our paid subscribers. Hope to, to, hope to see you there. And then Saturday night, of course, we have our live podcast at Fatty Beer Company in Orchard Park, New York. Thanks so much. a lot of uh, momentum I feel like that we've been feeding off of and so uh, energy is great right now and uh, we're just trying to keep it rolling that's what everybody's wondering right you have one of the greatest comebacks in NFL history like is there carryover how how do you carry how do you package whatever you did in that second half up and bring it to Arrowhead yeah I mean I think um, there's two ways to look at it and we're choosing uh, you know one way which is you can look at it as you know, one of the greatest comebacks, or you can just look at it as you know another win. And I feel like we try to look at it as just kind of another win that uh, you know maybe different than most. But um, you know, at the end of the day, it was a W, and we were able to perform when it mattered. Um, and we're trying to take that energy and you know bring it on to uh, to Arrowhead, and you know get another win there. 
I love it. I think everybody is, is trying to figure out how the Jacksonville Jaguars are, are in this position. Two wins yeah. from the Super Bowl after everything you guys have been through as a, as a team, as an organization. Not just last year, but for several years. Um, where do you even start? Like, What would you point to for the reason that you, you're in this position to get to the Super Bowl in two wins? Yeah, I mean, I think it always uh, starts from the top. Uh, I Ken Doug Peterson here and uh, everything he's done uh, for this organization and for this team and just kind of tra- changing the energy and uh, um, getting everybody to kind of rally together throughout the season. I mean, at one point we were two and six and three and seven and um, he kept our, our sights on the fact that, you know, our goals were in front of us. Um, Super Bowl was still, you know, where our head was at. And I think a lot of, a lot of people on the outside, I thought we were crazy back then, but um, we were able to kind of use that that energy and that hope that he kept feeding us, and um, you know, go week by week and just stack wins. So, and what he's talking Super Bowl when you're in that position, like when your backs are against the wall, literally you lose one or two more games and your season's done at that point. Exactly. I mean, he told us he. Uh, I think Trevor was quoted saying this as well, but he told us and he is a crystal ball and that this thing was going to come down until last week of the season and that. Uh, we were gonna have to, to to win one more game to get in, and <laughs> funny enough, that's exactly you know how it worked out. And um, he always said, you know, once you get in, it doesn't matter. Uh, it's one game season at that point, and that's where we're at. Um, and so we're trying to go week by week, and uh, you know, not look ahead. So what was that exactly? The crystal ball? What, what did he say? Yeah, what did he, he said say? our team meeting told us, you know, he's a, he goes, I got a crystal ball, and uh, you know. This season's going to come down to to, to week eighteen, and uh, we're going to be playing here against Tennessee. And uh, you know, sure enough, it came true. <laughs> That's amazing. When, when did he yeah, say that crazy. exactly? I know a lot of guys at the time. Uh, we were just trying to you know figure out how to how to win another game at that point. We lost you know, a few straight. Um, and so um, hearing that at first, I feel like a lot of guys were like, "Wow, you know, it's far off." And then as we kind of stepped stacking, we're like, "Man, this might actually happen." And then, you know, three three weeks out, we knew all we had to do was win. Um, it just felt like, um, you know, that was you know, what was going to happen, and it, sure enough, it did. Was was that at three and seven, four and eight? Yeah, that was. Yeah, that was at three and seven. Oh, I mean, that was so. That was right after you lost to the Chiefs, and you, you played them tough. Yeah, that was coming back from the bye week. Oh, that's right. You had the bye. Yeah. How do you not look at Doug like he has four heads? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think it's just one of those things that. Um, the whole team just kind of has trust in them. Why did you, I mean, I know he comes in with the pedigree. He won a Super Bowl. I mean, my God, I'm recovering it there in Minneapolis and, and being in that locker for his post-game speech and just you could feel it, you could see it, how he got that team to really believe. Um, but, I mean, you're not in that locker room with him, with the Eagles. Like, you kind of know what he did before. Why would you believe in what he's selling? Uh, I think there was a lot of belief on this team just because – you know, we had definitely lost a good amount of games at that point, but we felt like we should have won every single one of them. Yeah. Um, they were all tight losses in which um, we had shown, you know, and played really good ball during those games, but just, you know, a few plays here or there didn't go our way or, or we made mistakes in critical times. And so we knew that it only was going to take a few corrections here or there and we were going to be able to turn things around. And so um, I think that led uh, will play a big role in, in the fact of us just keeping the belief up and, and knowing that, you know, it, it wasn't going to take much. Uh, it wasn't going to take, you know, a miracle to turn this thing around. It was just going to take us, you know, a little more attention to the details. 
You ain't kidding. I kind of forgot that. Looking at it now, six of those seven losses were by one score or less. And yeah. I mean, the, yeah, and the Chiefs... that was definitely you know someone that you know Doug and the coaching staff kept to the forefront of our minds. Um, they didn't let us you know let it slip by. You know, we were playing good ball, um, and it just it was little things here or there that we had to clean up on both offense and defense. At the same time, though, I mean, that you have the thrilling win over Baltimore, which is. Dude, I mean that's uplifting. That gives you more belief. But then you, you get socked in the mouth in Detroit, forty to fourteen. How do you yeah. keep believing after that that game? Yeah, I mean, I think uh, you, what, what we talked about after that game was just that. Um, obviously, it was a huge disappointment. You know, we felt like we kind of changed the middle coming off the bye, and then we had a really tough showing against them. But um, you know, a lot of teams throughout a eighteen game season are going to have one of those where things just aren't going your way, and uh, you know, you might get beat by. Uh, by, a, by a team that you feel like you, you could have beaten. And, um, obviously, uh, it, was, it was a pretty ugly loss for us, but it was just something that we had to, to dust off quickly and just move on to the next week. And, and so much is always said about changing a culture. And God, I remember talking to a lot of people up in Minnesota about going from Zimmer to O'Connell. And I mean, guys just are excited to go to work with, with that new coach. Same thing with the Giants, Judge to Dable. And then you guys have gone through that yourselves from what you had before to what you have with Doug. What what does it look like at the day-to-day level, though? What really changed from the coach you had before to the one you have now? Yeah, I mean, I think a, a lot of that was just a, an energy change and, and just kind of a, a a winning mentality that he brought to this building. Um, like we talked about, you know, this um, this organization um, you know, had been in the, the playoffs since 2017, and uh, I think um, – the team in some ways and the city in some ways uh, might have been uh, accustomed to, to things just not going our way. Um, and he came in and was saying, you know, that's, that, that, that's in the past. You know, we are going to go into the games expecting to win. Um, and I think that that really sh- shifted our mindset um, and, and into a way of, of having confidence, stepping in the games and having confidence in the big moments that, you know, we're going to pull us out. Um, instead of, you know, vice versa, having the, the thoughts of, oh, here we go again. Mm-hmm. Is it, uh, I mentioned you don't necessarily want to dredge up the past. It was, it kind of speaks for itself, but was it even worse than any of us can try to guess last year? Um, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, there is, obviously, I think, uh, from the outside, you all got a, a lot of views of just, um, things that might happen in this building and outside this building. So, um, it was definitely a, a, a crazy year. And for me being a rookie, it was, uh, you know, even crazier, just um, just dealing with the normal things of a rookie, as well as having uh, a season that just really didn't go our way uh, from the start to finish. Boy, and then just when you when you look at your offense and what you're able to do, and it's just, I mean, really, you guys were moving the ball at will, scoring at will, to, to even have a chance in that game. What do you think just makes your your offense different and give you the confidence that you can go into Arrowhead and compete with Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs? Yeah, I mean, I just think that, you know, we, we look at, you know, every part of our offense and have confidence in it. From, uh, from me and my perspective, the offensive line, I think we've done a, a really good job this year of uh, both running the ball and, and protecting Trevor. Um, obviously, Trevor uh, being the quarterback is kind of the, the root of it all. I mean, he's a phenomenal competitor, phenomenal leader, and just a, a gamer, man. I mean, um, I think a lot of people saw, you know, his greatness last week uh, against the Chargers. Um, throwing four interceptions and, and just not not letting that rattle him any bit and just um, just kept slinging it and uh, when he gets going um, I don't think uh, a lot of teams want to be going against him 
Um, and then we have, you know, great backs, um, starting with Travis and, and Jermichael Hasty and Stu Connor, and then um, our wide receivers, um, as well as our tight ends, have just been incredible for us this year, uh, both in the pass game and in the run game. What, what was Trevor like in the moment? Like I, when you're kind of in, in, in that huddle or even when you're in halftime and everything is – is going wrong. I mean, I guess that touchdown at the end of the first half was huge, but when yeah. everything was kind of going wrong there against the Chargers, what? I mean, especially for Trevor himself, you know, what what was his demeanor like? What's he saying? I mean, what, what's going on? Yeah, I, mean, I think he just kind of kept the same theme that all our coaches kept, and that was just you know, there's let's we got you know next drive, just keep taking to the to the next opportunity, next play, um, and just going one play at a time, and um, we knew that you know we could win that game. Um, and obviously we dug ourselves in a hole, but um, once you dig yourself in a hole like that, all you want to do is uh, just try to get one play going, and we were able to get a drive there at the end of the, end of the first half and uh, get a touchdown throw to Evan Ingram. I think that really you know, settled us down, and then uh, we started the second half, and our defense did a great job just getting stops. And uh, At that point, I felt like we, our offense was really finding a groove, and uh, when you get in a groove like that, you kind of just let it keep rolling. Um, and... Uh, Doug and them, I think, did a great job against some halftime adjustments, and Trevor just um, continued slinging it. No kidding. I, I, you, you're in there. I, it didn't seem like fans were bailing either. I mean, it wasn't like the, the old Bills Oilers stories here. You, you hear about the fans leaving and then trying to get back in by climbing the fence. Did Did you see anybody clearing out, or was it pretty good inside? No, I mean, I think, I think this, uh, this city's got a lot of hope in us, and, and we uh, – uh, I think we've given them a lot of reasons too. We've been in, in deficits before and uh, have come back from. So uh, I think they had a lot of hope that uh, we were going to be able to fight back and make it a game. Exactly. It's got to become like just embedded into your DNA as a team. I mean, what, what what are ways Doug or you guys as players are able to just make this who you are as your identity to be able to fight out anything? Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of it's just um, having a constant hope that starts, you know, from Doug and, and works its way all the way down um, through all the players and all of our leaders of uh, just focus on your job, do your job, take one play at a time. Um, and obviously, you know, it's not our plan to, to get down and have to fight out of some of the holes we have, but um, you kind of just play the, the cards you dealt. And uh, when you're finding yourself in those situations, you just try to, to fight back one play at a time and just focus. And, and, and we always talk about having a laser focus on your job, your assignment. And I think when your back's against the wall, it, it just heightens your focus and uh, everyone can kind of just start, um, you know, when you have that kind of focus doing their jobs and uh, collectively uh, it turns into a beautiful thing on offense where you can kind of get drives together and um, start moving the ball. Should I mean, you just got to be fearless going into this game, can't you? I mean, you can't go in thinking, oh, my God, it's Mahomes, it's the Chiefs, it's they've won it all, this guy's the MVP. I mean, is it, what is that mentality? Like, what's the message right now with this team as you kind of go into a spot where outside of Jacksonville, probably nobody's going to give you much of a chance? Yeah, I mean, I think um, for us, it, it's kind of a, it's easy because it's been a, our mindset, you know, the whole season, which is um, – just kind of go out there and, and play fast and, and play for each other. I mean, I don't think anyone gave us a chance to, to be in this situation, uh, you know, week one of the season. Uh, and I'm sure much less people gave us a chance when we were three and seven or two and six coming after coming up after that bye. And so um, for us, you know, we don't really uh, care about the noise uh, on the outside. We're just kind of focused on, on our jobs and 
Um, we know that in order to, to get to the place we want to be, which is, you know, a Super Bowl, you're going to have to go through some really good teams. And, and this is, you know, the next really good team we're going to have to play against. And uh, when you play really good teams like this, it just, uh, you know, you just have to be, you know, even more on your, on your uh, P's and Q's and, and just be um, exact on, on your job. Love it. Hey, I, before I forget, though, I mean, you, you, your game, you absolutely just shut down a future Hall of Famer, possibly, in Cleo Mack. Like, those three plays in a row, that with the season on the line, how did you do it? And what, what's that like as a to be on an island against one of the best ever and shut him down? That's going to give you a little confidence. Yeah, I mean, I think it's uh, always a great opportunity when you go against uh, amazing players like Khalil, um, like Joey Bosa, like you know, all their edge defenders and you know, their whole defense in general. They have a lot of really phenomenal players over there. And so for me, it was a great opportunity and just um, something where I just had to, you know, kind of rely on my technique. Uh, don't, you know, fall into the trap of, of falling into like the moment. Um, you know, when you start thinking about the moment, you start losing focus on what your job is and, and you can start, start feeling pressure of it. Um, but if you just focus on your job and, and your technique and trying to keep a clear mind, just go out there and play um, and just let it loose. Um, I think uh, uh, that's the mindset you got to have in big games like these. And you're probably thinking, hey, yeah, they got Mahomes, but we have Trevor. And if, and if we keep yeah, him in the upright. Yeah, we have a lot of confidence in our guy, so. Yeah.